sweet Christ. Jesus, God. You know? <laughs> I'm eating rice. How is it? It's so good. Rice with the cashew vodka sauce that I made. Oh, my God. I'm so good. I got to get back to cooking. Oh, God, I, got, so I just got groceries sitting there. and I made a cashew vodka sauce. Mm-hmm. Right. With cashew cheese. Okay. I made the cashew cheese and then I put it, in. it is the creamiest it's more creamy than actual cheese and I love me Italian food so you're done I made a tomato based sauce I made cashew cheese and I mixed it up and it was so creamy I keep saying creamy vegan Michelle Moore I say <laughs> upgraded updated <laughs> okay you ready What's- what's going on you know life is going on uh it's been a minute since the bbs have heard from us season mm-hmm. what are we in season four now oh yeah season, season four, four. Mm-hmm. look at us uh for those of you who don't know it's no lies detected i'm megan tonjas i'm michelle moore and this is a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies we tell ourselves those dirty dirty lies <laughs> uh we took a little bit this is I mean I feel like yeah January is sort of like I feel like all the projects that I'm on sort of take a break everyone I know just, we just started but I'm thinking about the end bitch I forgot the sign out oh it's uh I got you okay all right don't worry I got you I remember right. okay I looked it up I double checked in our text messages today uh December 2nd is when we made this decision listen you're better than me I was it was my idea to make this podcast today and I came unprepared <laughs> eating on the mic a little ASMR for everyone I'm saying I'm almost finished y'all that loves mouth sounds welcome to our podcast before we get started do you want to talk about something that's coming up I do actually so Encouragably Sound is hosting a Valentine's Eve brunch it's a zoom webinar on self-love and uh special guest Megan Tonjes will be there here I am we're gonna talk about all things Valentine's worthy and date and self-care love we're gonna talk about intimacy um uh, sexual and non-sexual just you know so funny when I was making the um the um poster for it Mm -hmm. and so I still work with my, with my ex-husband and we were making the poster for it. And I said, I don't remember what I said, but it was, it was very subject, sub, suggestive, suggestive. <laughs> Is that the word? Suggestive. Yes. I, yeah. It was like very suggestive. I said, I said, um, <laughs> that I was going to be showing them, um, uh, wait, it was like self-love intimately. And he was like, mm. <laughs> um, he's like, are you going to be masturbating on camera? Right. For people? He was like, I don't know if that's the right wording for that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, once you get past the paywall, who knows what will happen? <laughs> you know? That's happening February 13th. And if you want to RSVP, you have to email lightworkahead at gmail.com. 
And then we will send you that information for you to take the next step. And then you can decide if you want to take the next step. Now, for those of you who have already taken that next step, we want to see you dressed up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I gotta put on like a ball gown or something. It's a, oh, it's a, you don't have to close it, which is the great thing. No one can right. tell. It's a two hour webinar event. And I'm going to talk about all the things that you need to know. I have a, a, a person percentage method. It's just so wonderful. I can't it's, listen. I'm going to be learning at this. I can't wait. I'm, I'm here just as much as a guest as I am an observer. We're going to be doing breathing meditations for your sacral and heart <sighs> chakras. Uh, open it up. I'm going to be giving you intuitive readings about what you need to be doing for your self-care and your self-love and your self, 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 self zodiac sign for every yes. zodiac sign. Now, let me also say something. If there are less than 12 people that come to this, I ain't going to do all the zodiac signs. Okay. <laughs> I'm only going to do the zodiac signs of the people who are there. All right. And I'm very excited because... Um, I get to see your faces and swap stories of maybe dates gone wrong or Michelle sent me the email that's going out to everyone. There are so many little activities and things that are <laughs> uh, like, I'm ready to learn. I'm bringing my notebook. Oh God, girl. I'm just going to make sure that, um, I look great. Yeah. Firstly, that's mm -hmm. going to be like, I, you know. I'm trying to decide if I want to decorate, you know, make it a little oh bit God. fun. Gets a little hearts hanging behind you. You know, something, something cute. I want, I want to say too, this is not just for people who are single. This is no. for anyone. It doesn't matter what, what relationship status you're at or that, that doesn't matter. This is all about self-love and all that good stuff. So you, you should come. And I'll be in rare form, yeah. just so you know, because this is this is hosted by Encouragingly Sound. This is yeah, not, <laughs> no lies detected, Michelle Moore. Oh my God. Is. I still have never listened to the episode that I did on Encouragingly Sound because <laughs> I just know that I was not prepared. I wasn't prepared. Oh man. I had no you still idea. Don't to it? No. I go back often and I listen to certain clips. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. One day I'll go back, but. I go back often and I listen to myself and I'm like, wow, she was really determined and passionate. <laughs> I don't know who this person is, but I like her. Listen, I used to listen to Encouragably Sound when I would be driving to your apartment. <laughs> the best thing about Encouragably Sound too is that you'll hear it. I mean, similar to No Lies Detected, but like you'll hear what Michelle's talking about and then you'll listen to it like a year later and it's like you're hearing it all over again for the first time. Yes. So really wherever you That's are the best review ever thank you i'm gonna a sad panda baby all over that fucking review um <laughs> oh did you we haven't even recorded since remember when you sent me the screen cap of um oh the sad panda baby sad yeah, sad bunny baby sad bunny baby i don't know why yes. i changed it to panda baby sad bunny baby um, sad bunny baby left a our review our loyal and and first time number one fan left a review on encourageably sound yes yeah that um you know uh was very positive oh yeah which was <laughs> left me shocked as to why yeah. a year later you know they came with the thunder or what they thought was the thunder. It was, 
it was it wasn't really a thunder it was more like a maybe a little bit a, a loud door slam you know oh you know what I should read to them the email that I got remember that email that I got that I sent to you about um from the beat maker hold on uh I don't know hey, but fam I... <laughs> <laughs> okay keep going keep going okay so here we go I got an email okay. and I get, I get, I get, I haven't gotten one of these emails in a long t- time, but you know, people send these kinds of emails. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey fam, I've been listening to your music lately. It was so organic. How long you've been making bangers <laughs> with all the slaps you've been putting out. It's not a surprise that beats are one of the things that make your sound stand out. You feel me? <laughs> And I understand it can be really hard, especially when it costs a lot. I help artists like yourself by producing game-changing beats. Best of all, these beats are very affordable, capital V, capital A, especially for indie artists like yourself, making Mm. it easier for you. So if you're interested, go ahead and check me out. Here's my website, hoping I can give something back. You can take this email back. (laughs) All the way back. (laughs) All the way back, honey. (laughs) it's like a newsletter you didn't even know you signed up for (laughs) where is unsubscribe don't you just love those you know i get get this i'll get those from like people that want to or yeah it's like they are positioning themselves for a job that you haven't even requested or set up right right now and i also know that a lot of these these they send these to multiple people multiple multiple people yeah but i'm like how did i get on on the list that's what i want to know <laughs> where, where was the entry point for this i don't one? like i don't ever remember first of all how did you even get this email first of all the email that they <laughs> sent it to let, let me just tell you the email they sent it to is my healing email oh yeah so how did yeah how do we how do we how do did, this how did i get on i i don't this is the thing you'll always be called out when I have not when I have not summoned you okay (laughs) you have no business anywhere in my email box I didn't ask for this listen if you're gonna shoot your shot make sure that it is an incredible beat and it's send that beat. One. Don't send like a link to a website where they, no, 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 no. Too just many send steps. Me the, just send me the slap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, in, um, in Jamaica, um, when you say, is this a slang term? When you say slap, mm-hmm. it's, it's a slap. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sexual term. Oh, yes. So I'll oh. just leave y'all with that okay. to figure that out. But, you know, we just slap it up, that kind of. Oh, like parts are slapping against each other. <laughs> <laughs> like the sound skin and fat makes as it slaps up against each Like, imagine this. Moving on. Like, Moving okay. on. <laughs> anyway, little ASMR. Okay, wait, hold on. Now, prior to this recording, okay. uh, Megan and I spent an hour talking on the phone (laughs) right we did any and we time anytime we get together to speak wait first of all anytime we get together it's always to speak first of all (laughs) first of all 
It was two hours. It was an hour and 53 minutes. Okay. Okay. So excuse me. Now, originally I called her because I had just got injections in my face. Oh yeah. Give us the break. And the inject now it's, it, it's not, it's not Botox, but I got injections um, from my acupuncturist because it, it's a whole thing, but it's for my ear. And anyway, I just wanted to show her my face before or the swelling went down because I look like a tiger lady, you know, like the women. That get the cheekbones were just they're popped, back to normal now, popped. somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. <clears throat> anyway, so we were talking, we were just talking about the music business and our experiences. And it's so funny because it's never ending, right? Like <laughs> as much as we already know about each other, there's still more to know. Oh, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much more. And we were talking about how we don't really share stories like I share stories you share stories but there's always more oh yeah and and I think the interesting thing too is well there are stories that we will retell each other but it's always a different it's different in the way that we're looking at it like there's always another layer of understanding right um and it only forever talk about it oh yeah forever talk forever talk about it only because of who we are like like I will I want I will strip something down to the bone (laughs) marrow all all the way down now what we ended up speaking about and I want you to talk about this okay okay? because remember I said you I was going to ask you a couple questions but we'll get to the yes yeah yeah yeah. Megan made a you made a do you say make a story I don't know she had an IG story Yes. And you were speaking about um, people who, and you weren't begrudging them for for this, but people trying to make money online and be uh, quote unquote influencers or whatever. They start doing something for about like a week, two weeks, maybe even three weeks, maybe even three months in. And all of a sudden, somehow we got to a place in, in, in this era of our world where a lot of followers means that you know what you're talking about. Mm, yes. Um, what a sad, sad existence. Um, which if you, that were the, if that were a the case, there were there are a lot of YouTubers that are constantly getting dragged for not doing anything nicely, correctly, well. Uh, right. That, are, that right. would be leading the charge. Right. So, so and in and in that we have, and that's what like that's a ray of different levels of what you actually know or don't know it it looks it looks like many different things right Mm -hmm. so you have people on there actually speaking about like hair care and they're not hairstylists okay yes because they're they're missing a very important part which is the this is what i do right right so right right that part so there's a difference between advising and just saying Mm -hmm. well this is what i take like and i told you um, for me, as a healer, as someone who's going through this journey of, of really uh, resetting my body, I will say, oh, yeah, I take this. This is what I do. This is what I want. Right. And the only time that I advise people is when they come to me and they've paid me for my intuitive <laughs> readings. And then I will let them know this is what you should be doing mm. based on my clairvoyance, based on my intuition. Other than that, for the most part, I'm speaking to the collective as like yesterday I said, I suggest everybody learn to cook with real food. And I didn't say that for my health. I said that because source told me to tell y'all that. So 
Don't ask me what you should be cooking. I'm not going to tell you what should be cooking. All I'm saying is prepare yourself. Because something's coming. Spirit's letting you know that Instacart and Uber Eats aren't going to be here forever. Listen, (laughs) listen, it's going to be dry as the Sahara Desert. Y'all better learn. So this is what I'm saying. And this is not for, to frighten anybody or scare anybody. This is actually a good thing because it will give you an understanding of just how powerful you are and resilient you are. But going back to what you were saying, you started talking about this specific thing that is going rampant. It's, you know, it's inundated with a whole bunch of people. Not, I want to ask you, what led you without giving it away too much? What led you to that place? Because I loved it. I loved what you said. And I, and I thought it was very, um, it was executed. Thank you. Wonderfully. Thank you. Um, and uh, I couldn't have said it better myself because I, I would just hurt people's feelings. So I think that <laughs> the way that you said it and the way that you worded it was um, something that I wish, I wish, I wish you would make a video about it, a YouTube video about it. I, I mean, I, I should. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really really important. So can you, can you just let everybody know what it is that you said and yeah. Um, so I basically you know listen. I, I think I started off saying you know we're in a time where everyone's trying to figure out what they're going to be doing, what their business is. Everyone's trying to like figure out who they are in the space that they want to be in. Mm-hmm. But what I'm noticing is a lot of creators who have been doing something for a week, a few weeks, a few months, and are like rushing, fast forwarding to where they're an expert. Mm-hmm. And clearly haven't haven't even arrived to the place where they even have answers to the questions that people are asking, but are trying mm-hmm. to advise them mm. in a way that yeah, there's just not, there's not the experience behind it. And also that person is clearly still struggling with their reactions to people, situations. Like it's still, it's clearly not under control what they're dealing with, but they're trying to sidestep that and direct everyone else to where they should be going. Right. Right. And, uh, I, I'm also finding that when I, when I watch people that are doing, and I also relate to it, I think it also, I'm, I'm starting to see reflections of myself in smaller ways of things that I've done in moments where I felt, you know, okay, well, I got it. I got the point now. I understand the basics of it. And so let me sort of tell other people, but you can tell other people what you're learning and what's working for you. But when you start stepping into that place of like, I'm advising you to do this and this is what you should and shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. And it's very pointing your finger uh, about something that you learned 30 seconds ago and you haven't (laughs) even put into practice yet. Uh, and you're like selling a course on already. And it's right. just, I, I think you're opening yourself up to a lot of, and you see this in their, the, just the energy of them. It's this very anxious, uncertain, unsteady, reactive, frustrated, like it mm. all, it all comes out. And so I think there's this disconnect where you think, okay, I've learned this, I understand it. And so now I'm telling everyone what to do and they're just going to follow me because I'm telling them, this is, you know, this is what the truth is. Follow me, do this. Yeah. Yeah. And what it looks like to, I think, you know, uh, from my perspective, as I'm starting to heal myself in certain ways is it's not a draw 
to me to come into that space. It's what right. the people that it's going to attract into that space. It's like the lost following the loss. Yes, 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 yes. Say that. And 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 you're going to open yourself up because you don't even you don't even stand on steady ground. You're now opening yourself up to all kinds of like weirdly codependent relationships with people that are sort of fans, sort of clients. Mm-hmm. You're, you're begging. Peers. You're begging. Yeah. You're, yeah, all that stuff. All that yeah. stuff. I think it's fascinating because when you can recognize yourself in something like that, or maybe something that you used to do, I think that mm-hmm. that's a that's a big testament to how much you are, are listening now and listening better to yourself. I think that, um, you know, it's always best to speak from your own experiences. Um, and when you can speak from your own experiences, you're, a- you're able to assess and look at what people are actually doing and not actually have to even say anything about it, right? It's just kind mm-hmm. of like an assessment. Oh, like I see what they're doing and I see what's happening. But when you actually do say something about it, it it means something. It it like resonates in a very healing kind of way. And that's why I was saying you should make a video on it because yeah. you're, you're speaking from a place of, maybe you weren't that extreme, but you're speaking from a place of, I see where I used to do that. And I, oh, also, yeah. and I also see where, where I was coming from now. And I see how that wasn't serving me and how also that is um, just the opposite of what I thought it was. And Mm. this is what it looked like. And this is what it made me feel like behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because especially, especially when, you know, I've seen videos where people like go back and watch their videos. I mean, I think you've done that too. Like you go back and you watch your video and you're like, oh, I can't believe I did that or I said that or whatever. And I come from a place of like, well, you're, you were still, it still mattered though. It was still worth something, you know, in that moment, would you do it the same way now? Probably not, but that's the beauty of the growth. And that's what you should be Mm -hmm. celebrating and all that other stuff. And I, I, yeah, I think that, oh, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. I was just saying, I think that, that, that would that kind of um, critique, because that's actual critique, right? Mm-hmm. When your feelings aren't involved, there is, most people these days don't know what critique is mm-hmm. because they get too attached to their feelings and it's an emotional kind of response. It's emotional, a projection. Mm-hmm. Instead of act like actively stepping outside of it, seeing what's happening and saying, okay, this is what I'm seeing. And speaking from a space of no one's judging you, no one's putting you down, but here are some tips and ideas and suggestions to help you love yourself better mm. because it's, it's not going to end nicely. It's not going to end in the way that you think it's going to end. And no. the reason why I know this is because I have experience in, you know what I'm saying? That's how I, that's where I speak from. <clears throat> I speak from that place. And I saw you speaking from that place. And I was like, oh man, this would be so great in a longer yeah, I'll have to go video. I'll have to go back and get that story and and make sure that I'm phrasing it in the way yeah. that I did. Because I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I do remember, well, I remember you responding to, I always know that I've done a good job when I get like, <laughs> Michelle just, you know, fire emojis on top of the video, right? Um, and 
Yeah, I, felt, I mean, it was coming from a, a very honest place of something that I was seeing and that I res- I, I understood every side of it. Right. I'll give you, I'll give you an example of something that I did in that, you know, listen, there's still that part of me that's like, I'm going to figure out how to make this make sense. You know, like there's still that little, but I think the beauty in it, um, and this applies to a lot of things in my life is that I can see what I was doing and the power it had for me healing me in certain ways or letting me do things in a different way than I had grown growing up. Yeah. But then time goes by and you shift and you change and you're like, oh, that doesn't actually serve. Now I can look at it a little bit differently. And I see maybe what other people who were on the other side of their healing sort of, you know, how it resonated with them. So here's an example. So something that I used to do a lot was if I got like a really mean comment, Mm -hmm. right. I would respond to it. And I would usually say some kind of snarky, you know, whatever, I thought it was like funny, but it was also a jab mm-hmm. at someone that I didn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I would like post screen caps of me responding. And mm-hmm. in my head, the rationale was, well, I'm, I'm sort of showing other people who look like me that are getting this, um, that you don't have to necessarily internalize this or just sit with it. Right. You can like respond. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, the justification in my head. Now I've lived a little bit of life since then. And mm-hmm. so the way that that sits in my body, mm-hmm. the anxiety that's attached to it that, builds. I, it builds mm-hmm. because all of a sudden you realize that I'm sharing it because there's something, there's mm-hmm. some kind of like validation I want from that's other, right. from other people mm-hmm. to say, Oh yeah, you got them. Yeah, yeah. that's you, you got it. Yeah. this upper hand feeling of really a situation that's really mirroring any kind of bullying I've had in my life. And like things, yes. things that I wanted to say, right. Moments where I didn't speak up when something was happening. And then like, I sat in my head, I just imagined what I would have said, or I would say if it happened again, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that we're talking about this. <laughs> and so, and, and, and listen, it's something that I, 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 I deal with. Um, like even a few years ago, I, you know, I would almost like preemptively imagine what I would respond to someone if they said something awful to me in public. I remember, I remember you told me that, um, that time you, you went to, you went to target, target, yeah, you went with, to target. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's a lot of those things I can kind of write off as like, Oh, it can be like a funny little story. But when I really sit with it, it's like, Oh, that's actually, that's a lot of stress to be carrying in my body stress, all of the time, all the trauma. It's, constantly be waiting to be defensive. I'm already defensive. Like there's no, you know, so I'm already in that space. My body is already reacting as if I'm going to fight. Right. And so, so, so carrying that in and, and, and looking back at some of the ways that I've responded to things, I'm starting to see like, oh, I just, I was looking to feel different than that comment made me feel. Even if, even if it wasn't, you know, it's not like I'm reading it. I'm necessarily agreeing with everything, but there's something I'm giving, I'm meeting situations with the energy and the response that they're in, like the emotion that they're inspiring in me, but that's not necessarily, that's not a way, that's not not a way, listen, I mean, 
again, that is, baby. That was a deep, 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 deep whale girl. Baby, baby's a triple water. Baby's a triple water. So I don't know how to move without some kind of emotion. It's either a emotion or I'm so removed from it that I'm like floating above it. So right. I think that's been a journey that I'm still on is figuring out how to feel safe with the emotions that I have and not necessarily turn them into these reactive moments Yes, because I'm uncomfortable with how it feels, but I'm also not listening to my body and I'm not listening to myself about who's actually leaving that comment. Who's actually saying that thing. Right. Well, well also like we, we have a tendency, especially as we transition from like, you know, our youth to adulthood mm -hmm. to carry over our our burdens and our and our bullying burdens and you know the victim of that mm -hmm. and 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 manifest that and transition that into well I'm going to take my power back and in taking my power back I'm going to be prepared and I'm going to you yeah. know I'm going to respond but that's just the other side of the extreme that's all that that is yeah and 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 we all are allowed to yeah. experience that all right because it gets us Listen, to where we have to be, sometimes right? it feels good for someone to come at you and you'd be like oh you thought you thought that I wasn't uh, that I didn't it have does. this in me I'm gonna meet you where you are because I'm an evil fuck too so I'm right. gonna say something that's gonna fuck there is there's that like you want like an eye for an eye sort of thing but what so often happens it happens is uh getting ready <laughs> is either you walk into a situation where now, okay, now you're sitting and you're thinking about the response you gave to something and then they're responding and then you're going back and forth and your body is just it's in this there. in this fight, which first of all, this is when you start to feel silly. When you realize, I don't even know how to tell my friends or anyone in my life what's happening because it sounds silly to say, which means it's fucking silly. Well, well so, also it's, 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 it, it's more of a firing of mm -hmm. your, your cells and, and, and your nervous system and what you're doing to your body mm -hmm. that is more important than what any, anybody oh, else yeah. is saying. Right. Yeah. But to, to go off of what you said, you said, sometimes it just feels good to just say something to someone. And I'm not saying don't say things to people. Yeah. I'm saying know where your foundation is before you are saying these things, mm -hmm. because because you are internalizing and projecting and thinking that that's power and that you're standing in something that looks different than what this person is bringing. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, you're not. Yeah. No, you've just been riled up and you're, and they, they, even if you think that by being vocally back and forth with them, that you're meeting them, they've won. Right. They've already exactly what they came to your channel to do. They've right. done. And so right. it doesn't matter what, if you got the last word, they right. triggered you to the point that you're right. upset about it at all. They so triggered you, period. They've won. Period. Period. They've won. So I, I, I want to. I just want to say something because I'm going to talk about this in 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 my my, my other podcast. But I want to say something because you touched on something that was really important. And I just happened to write about it yesterday, mm -hmm. um, because I was thinking about who I've been and. Um, who I am now and the things, who I was before, who I've been before, what I can let go of because it no longer serves me anymore right now in this mm -hmm. body, in this time. So I'm just going to read it to you really quick. Yeah. 
What if you discovered all the categories you cling to are the very things that are keeping you from your highest self, all because you're hanging on to being rebellious towards the system? What if I told you that rebellion doesn't serve you, it never did, and that it only keeps you a slave to the system you're so desperately rebelling against? When you find out you're just on on the other side of, of extreme and neither serve your body's best interest, all because you want to prove how wrong and mean it is. This means you're solely focused on the messenger, not the message, leaving you incapable of flowing in your highest self. Your adolescent mind is in control, has all the power over your adult body because instead of honesty with self, you're choosing rebellion. This only harms you. Your biggest concern being, I'll prove them right or I'll let them down. That is, a far, that is the very thing that keeps you the farthest away from self. Now, when I say I let them down, I mean like when you change, your your audience or your family members or whatever will say mm-hmm. you've changed and then you feel like oh I've let them mm-hmm. down that's what I mean mm-hmm. uh, when I tell you I do things for me regardless of what people what regardless of what people may or may may not sorry when I tell you I do things for me regardless of what that may may or may not mean to other people I allow myself grace to change my mind on ideals I've clung to because it's the best thing for my mind body and spirit my body's forgiveness is all I need my body deserves the ultimate of health and wellness I will never get in the way of that to prove a point live out my youthful rebellion Hmm. I think that is the biggest lesson that I've learned in the past two years is that is how rigid I, I, I was. Mm-hmm. And my rigidness came from all of my assaults, all of my. All the times you felt like you weren't protected or you couldn't stand yes. up for yourself. It, yes. it manifests as like this extreme. I had one, I had, I had someone tell me a friend years ago, say, you're kind of prickly. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like me. Right. Same. Listen, I, girl, I was on the beach. And, 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 and Mr. Man was like, yeah, Mr. Man was like, you're rigid. Why are you so rigid? I'm like, you here? What you talking about? I'm rigid. I ain't rigid. You know what I'm saying? You're responding in the fucking way that is exactly the criticism. Yeah. I remember hearing that and being like thrown off, but that, I mean, and, and still that wasn't enough for me to really consider the way that I I have in the past few years. Right. Right. But you start to realize that the way that you see yourself isn't even really yourself. Yes. And, and that there are things that other people who are close to you that are seeing that might even be scared or nervous to tell you because of the way you've reacted to things in the past. Right. Right. And so, um, and, and it also gets complicated too, because I also think that like, you know, you also get into this business and you fucking grow up in this world and you constantly have people telling you who you are wanting to tell you who you are and so I think there is that like natural defensiveness of like you know uh, you can go one of two ways really in the extremes you could either really internalize everything and everything you tell me is bible or I don't listen to anything you say because you don't fucking know me and that's the same energy yeah it's it's both the same energy so I think I think that's sort of where I am is I'm just starting to see the extremes of it on both sides and seeing how it feels in my body. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't, it doesn't feel the way that maybe it did for a while when I was riding on the high of just feeling right. 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 And I think, and you also said something to me, um, 
once that I think about sometimes when I, I find myself, I find myself, <laughs> I know I find myself like getting into that place where it's like, I want to like argue with someone. Right. Or like, mm-hmm. I want to, it's like, I, my, my tongue is quicker than anything. Like it already has the fucking insult ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you said to me that there's never going to be a time where you don't know exactly what to say, or like, you're not gonna, you're always going to have a comeback. You will mm-hmm. always, that will, that will be something that you can always access. You don't have to practice it. Yeah. You don't have to practice it because it's already, you're already quick. You already, mm-hmm. you already can get there. And so I think that that's something that I think about sometimes when I'm like, uh, I, I realize I have to let go this desire to like, know what's coming before it comes and know how I'm going right. to react before it happens. And, right. um, almost like a rehearsal for what, what could happen the five different things this could, but happen. it makes sense. It makes sense why you would think that because you did come from a place where maybe, maybe you, you think about it after and you think, damn, I wish I would have said this. I wish all I the time said that, all right? Time. Because yeah. if you're living a life where you're being bullied or picked on or whatever, mm-hmm. you're always kind of feel like- Caught off guard. Exactly, you know, thrown for a loop or whatever. And then you're, and then when you're sitting alone by yourself, after you've cried it out, you're like, I really wish I would have fucking said this. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think that um, I have, um, when I went to school- when I was in high school and, um, it was more, most of the time it was like my white girlfriends, they would always say, Michelle, you're so quick with them at the mouth. you like, you always know what exactly what to say. And I always used to say, tell them as you could, you could do the same thing. It's just, I've had more practice. Mm-hmm. I've had more practice because I'm not white and I'm not thin. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not like a cutesy, cute little, you know, so yeah whenever their feelings got hurt, it was because, you know, they were too happy and someone was picking on them because they were too, it was, it was always something that they felt like, well, this is just who I am. And this, it's not fair. Why would you say these things? Right. As, as from a standpoint of like, well, I'm not that person. So why are you making fun of me? Cause I'm not that mm. person. Right. And that's like a weak point for yourself to stand in. Mm-hmm. Is like, well, at least I'm not that. Cause someone can always pick at you. Oh yeah. And anybody I, can always pick at you. And I think that's, that's part of it too, is just starting to, I mean, listen, I've definitely gotten on my soapbox several times in my life mm-hmm. and tried to, again, this is why that resonated with me so much direct traffic in a way that for me, it was almost like I was protecting, you know, it's right. like, I, I don't want anyone to feel this way was mm-hmm. the energy. And so I'm mm-hmm. going to put myself in front of everyone because to, to, to help save whatever. Right. And, but definitely what has happened or started to happen is, and you know, this podcast and our friendship has also been a big part of that understanding too, is just that mm-hmm. I can't save people from the lessons that maybe I wouldn't be the person I am if I hadn't gone through the things that I have and figured out how to step up to them. And so even though I think I'm protecting and listen, sometimes people do wayward shit that like someone does need to kind of get up and say, that's not fucking okay. Right. Um, right. But that energy doesn't need to be for every little reality of every right. Every, right. every interaction. Right. And, and I think that, um, oh damn, I lost my point, but it, it's here. I got it. I got it. I got it. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I started to throw myself in the center of things to protect people, but two things. One, I, I am 
taking away their opportunity to stand Mm -hmm. up for themselves and to feel the brunt of some of those things so that they, they can move in the way that they need to move. Right. Because you are not a superhero. And yes, exactly. And, and, (laughs) and, and sometimes going through those things is what leads you back to the community of other people who have also been through it and can help you really work your way through it and can exactly, exactly. And open up something in you that you never would have ever experienced Mm -hmm. had you kept yourself Yes. In that cesspool of back and forth. Exactly. And so, and then the second thing is by me throwing myself in front of everyone saying, I'll take this bullet. I kept taking bullets and Mm -hmm. you start to feel like you're alone. Like Mm -hmm. you, you're, well, you are the the plate. Yeah. And you've put yourself alone and the place Mm -hmm. for you is when you're, you're in injecting yourself into these situations and you're the one that comes in and tries to shut it down. Be, it, it, it just, it's a very lonely place to be. And it's a place where you don't feel like you can really be weak in quotations yeah. or vulnerable because yeah. you've, you've now inserted yourself in a way where everyone's going to be coming for you. Right, right. Also. And the third point of that is also that there is, I think I'm a little more hesitant to attack things in the way that I did before, because I've also experienced the repercussions of what happens when you talk to the wrong fucking person. So, Girl. you know, <laughs> I li- because I, I listen, I'll talk shit in person too, and that's fine. But right. you have people on here that are not level in, in the ways that they need to be to actually not take it to a level where they're stalking you, threatening you, uh, doxing you. Uh, so it's just, it, it then, it, it wasn't even necessarily the mean words or anything. It's that yeah. next level of not being safe. Yes. Um, because people will just go to the extreme. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and you know why, you know why, because you have said to them, I can handle. Yeah. Come get it. Just I'm, you know, yeah. All day, every day you mm-hmm. can you can get all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm always prepared. And then they show up and they're like, here's your address. And if you're not willing to, and I'm, I'm not trying to die for the fucking internet. Right. So then you end up in a situation where it's, you just don't want to be in. You just don't yeah. want to be in because I, you don't I, know who you're talking to. I, I think that, um, I just, I think that, that this essentially whatever is happening in this you know, where we're at in the world mm-hmm. right now. I think the the most important thing is that you have to like, you have to have your own back. And um, today I spoke about um, in my stories, I talked about like, I want the ultimate for myself. I want the ultimate luxury. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be carrying the weight of nobody's shit. You know, it's none of my business. I don't know nothing about that. I know about me and I know about how I feel and I know. So you, you want my thoughts and my opinions and stuff like that. I'm going to speak on the things that I I understand for myself. Those are the things that I can, that I can speak on. And, um, and even when I have comments outside comments on anything, I'm standing firm in who I am. And I think a lot of times people, they, 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 uh, you said, when you said, sometimes you just want to say stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we're all different and we all have a place in the world 
where we're, we're supposed, we have a purpose and why we're supposed to speak out what, what we what we bring to the world. Right. Mm-hmm. What I can only speak for me and I can speak for you because I know you is that what we can bring, what we, what we have to bring to the world is similar, but it's different in context because we're different in context and we're different at face value as well. And so sometimes the way that you speak is for a certain kind of ear to hear, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's brilliant and it's beautiful. And sometimes the way that I speak is for a certain ear to hear. um, And that's because they ain't fucking listening. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So the the energy, it's it's different. So your audience is... you're gonna you're gonna cater to an audience that needs coaxing and a a gentler kind of you know mm-hmm. and you're really good at doing that but also <laughs> now you're coming from a place of listen I still don't give a fuck about you and your business and I like that I'm here for that because now you're you know you're still Megan but you're just coming from a solid foundation of listen this is all I know and you know you st- and you can't come for me you can try mm-hmm. and I you know go ahead <laughs> knock yourself out but I'm not the same person yeah. I'm not the same person and I think that's a wonderful thing because at the core of who you are it's the same thing you're still that same person it's just now you're more solidified in uh, being open and understanding and knowing that you're forever changing and you're forever growing and you don't have to hold on to the old Megan Tanjas and be that mm-hmm. for, for forever for the rest of your days. Because honestly, you never really went anywhere. You just got better. So I yeah. think that I think that that's important to, to, to really acknowledge is that like, we, even though you and I've had some similar experiences with, um, um, being bullied or or mistreated or whatever, mm-hmm. we're coming from a different context. Yeah, and my context is founded in um, something that is much more concentrated. That had to be much more concentrated, and I couldn't really ease my way into it. I literally mm-hmm. had to show up as nah, motherfucker. This is what's what yeah. it is. So I mean, you know it's, it's survival. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And I am here for you, you. Now I'm a little more open. I had to release, right? Mm. I had to, I had to deconstruct that because I, I was already that. So I didn't need to be yeah. that anymore. I just now, up. <laughs> I, now I can like soften myself for you. You needed to construct a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So that, so now it's like an even balance and I under, I understand that. And I learned from that. I do learn from that because, you know, I, 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 I'm not as, I am a rigid person. I admit that now I can admit that I can accept that where I'm rigid, mm-hmm. but because I accept that I'm softer into understanding that that can be changed and I should allow that. And I can be um, more graceful to myself and relaxed in that you on the other hand you have all all the freedom to be like nah fuck that <laughs> and it's saying, great saying no in different ways that I didn't right. I didn't even know 
And it feels um, great. It does. It's, uh, it's also, I think part of it is again, listening to myself and my body in moments where I'm like having to acknowledge, I don't feel good right now with what's happening. Like if I'm in something, it's just, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. Mm -hmm. And I, but I think it's asking myself, do you really, you know, when I see someone I get swooped up into the emotions of things. And me, like I'm tearing up the, it doesn't, I'm not even sad about anything or happy about anything, but I see a video of someone feeling any kind of major emotion and there's music swelling. And I'm just like silently just crying. <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't even give a fuck about, you know, uh, someone announcing to their family that they're pregnant that I don't know, but I do like I'm there. Uh, so, you know, I, when I see other people that are hurting or, um, anything that I resonate, it's like, I just, I dip into it and I want to help, but I had to start asking myself, do you really want to help? Because I don't think that help, help might not be jumping into the situation and throwing your weight into whatever helping Mm -hmm. might be reaching out to this person privately, seeing if they need any support, giving them a, a, you know, a link or a number to someone, you know, whatever that is, it, there's another way to do it that isn't as that actually is about helping and not being seen in the act of of saving uh-huh mm-hmm. um or and, trying and to ask, trying and- to move away from the discomfort of what i'm feeling because i'm i'm hurting for you hurting but i'm really i'm i'm just uncomfortable and hurting right and that and that and then i'm trying like, to heal you that makes no sense right and that's yeah. the first thing that we have to start doing when we have emotional responses is like I said, check in with yourself. Mm -hmm. Are you having this emotional response? Where is it coming from? First, check in with you, you, you first all the time. Mm -hmm. You, you have to come first before you start talking and telling or helping or assisting anyone. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this right now? And why do I feel so emotionally attached to this right now? Yeah. What is it bringing up for me? Right. That's the moment for you. And there should be many moments of of that in your life. Like every little, like even, even today, like, um, I was in the car with my my mom and my mom is a side seat driver, backseat driver, trunk driver. She, she don't need to be in the driver's seat. She's telling you where to go, where to park, all that stuff. And that's just who she is. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I know that that's who she is. But there was a moment where I just, she's like, why are you going this way? And I said, okay, which way do you want me to go? Right. Instead of just, I said, which way do you want me to go? Yeah. And so she was like, take this way. And I was like, okay, fine. Then she did it again. And that time I was like, could you just let me drive, please? (laughs) Now you gave her one. (laughs) <laughs> now the first the first time that she said it I went into like old habits of just like okay fine where do you want me to go but the second time I was like wait now hold up I know where I'm going mm-hmm. and and so what if I want to take the long way I this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing I'm the yeah. one behind the wheel and this is what I'm choosing to do yeah and so when I said I said would you just let me drive she was like okay <laughs> and that was it <laughs> that was it you know what I'm saying? Instead of sitting in this 
place of like, I really don't want to do this, but I just want to appease this person because they obviously said something. And and then going on and thinking about it later and just being like, oh, and then like you walk into the next situation with this sort of resentment or or, or anger, like ready to pounce on something and And it's it's, going to cause a fight. Right. It's better to just say how you feel in the moment, especially when you're dealing with people who love you and know you, there's no reason for you to you know, shade yourself or shrink yourself all because you're trying to appease them. Unless for a good yeah. reason, you're deciding to do that. Do you know what I mean? Cause you and I talk yeah. about this all the time. <laughs> we go over and over that first time that we ever stayed in Airbnb. Oh, I literally was just going to say, yeah, that's that the, I'm just going where I I'm going and I'm driving doesn't work so well when you actually don't know where the fuck you're going. <laughs> and I just remember getting to a place where you know, I was like, well, this isn't affecting me until it was. Mm-hmm. And and then I was like, all right, now we got to do something because yeah. now, now, now I'm in it and I didn't choose this. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think there's time and there's space for that, for people that you care about, because, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody should be allowed to experience the movement of themselves without interruption. Mm. And when I see someone moving through something, someone that I care about, clearly moving through something and having, I sometimes I say, say, say to like my friends or whoever I'm speaking to, it's just like, you, you left your body there for a minute because you weren't talking to me. Like, I don't know who you were speaking to, but it wasn't mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And I find that so interesting because I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to interrupt you while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, because that's your, I'm safe space for you. So mm. the, the way I see it is like, if I'm friends with you and we're hanging out, it's like, I'm not there. That's how I see it. If you mm. have a moment and you're having a moment, I disappear, I disappear and I just wait mm. and just allow you to do whatever it is that you need to do. I don't care if you're upset. If yeah. you're crying, I'm not going to, if you're crying, I'm not going to come and hug you. It, that's not my moment. That's your moment. Mm-hmm. So if you're crying, I'm not going to make it better. Yeah. Because- you'd have to, you'd have to get off the couch a lot. If it were just based on me crying, <laughs> <laughs> a, lot because, of, a lot of hugs, because this is what I'm saying. Let people soothe themselves mm-hmm. because when you're quick to soothe somebody else it's be- because it makes you uncomfortable. And I'm not uncomfortable with seeing people cry in front of me. I'm not uncomfortable at all because mm-hmm. I don't feel sad. I feel fine. And you crying is not going to make me cry unless I actually feel something, a kind of way for you. But even then, I just, I feel like it is my duty as someone who loves themselves to let you figure out how to love yourself mm-hmm. without trying to st- intervene and save you. Yeah. I'm not giving you much credit. So, yeah, I think, I think even with that situation in particular, uh, I, what that made me realize in, in a way that I, I hadn't really focused in on was, I think I was just so used to being in situations where I felt like I had to handle everything. And oh, like, yes. you know, I mean, I grew up in a family like that, where it was yes. like, first of all, for you to even have an issue, you're already in trouble for having an issue. So there was right. not like really a Cause nobody seat. else around you is going to help you out. Yeah. There was really not a, like a, a, like I could never really go to my parents and say, I'm having this issue. It was really like, I knew I was going to cause them frustration. I was going to get in trouble. So I had to figure it out on my own and quietly. 
Yes. So I think I've carried a lot of that into being an adult. I get that. And uh, it, it, so in, in situations where like, I, maybe I could have asked someone like, Hey, can you help me with this? Or I could have, you know, opened, I, I kind of go inside and I'm like, I'll just figure it out because it's all, it's too much of a headache to do anything else. And so I'll just deal mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that did not serve me in the fucking mountains of, <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 the reason why I, I, that resonates with me because I listen. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know you connect with it. Yes, (laughs) that that definitely resonates with me. And I completely understand that. And that's one of the reasons why I I also know that it's very important to allow somebody to ask for help Hmm. before just assuming they need help. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it doesn't help. It doesn't service the relationship at all, mm-hmm. right? The only thing that serves, because then if I help you, then I'm leaving myself to help you when you haven't asked mm-hmm. and when you're not SOSing or if I see you SOSing, right? Yeah. As soon as I saw that it was like SOS and you you still weren't asking for help, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to step in right now. I was okay? going down with the ship, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. in the water. Uh, it's just like, nah, bitch, we ain't, this ain't the Titanic. I ain't sinking. Okay. <laughs> so let's, 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 let's rectify this. And, yeah. and this is how we can do that. Yeah. And, and it's a reminder in those moments that even if you're sinking, right? Like if you're sinking, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you sink. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll let you go up to the point where you're like going under, but I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to be like, you know, I'll never let go, Jack. I, I mean, I'm going to come and get you. Like, I, I got you. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let you sink to the bottom. But I also know that you, you weren't drowning. You were just a little bit, <clears throat> maybe catching a little bit of water yeah. in your throat. <laughs> but when I saw you drowning, I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I was, I was getting the bends. Okay. I was, right. I was trying to swim up to the surface fast. And, and I want to say this one more thing before, because I do, I, I want to get to this email. What I want to say is treat your friends and treat yourself like a child learning. You don't intervene. You let them explore, like let people around you explore and, and without you trying to save them, like let's continue that type of, um, um, energy in our adult life just allow people to explore and with adults you can let them explore even more which means don't get involved in your friend's business even if you see that they doing stuff and it's it's not serving them just sit back yeah and, and let can, them do it yeah let all you can really do is, is sit there and, and sort of let them know that they have support if they need it yeah and just you know just let them know I love you and I care about you and I want what's best for you and I support you. That's mm-hmm. all they really need to know. They don't need, no one needs you to dip your hands into the cookie jar and yeah. try to organize the cookies. That, that, that ain't your jar. Get your hands out the pot. Not in a post-COVID world, it certainly isn't. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Get your fucking hands out of the uh, the jar, bitch. Um, I, is there a vacuum cleaner happening right now? Oh, that fucking... That oh, Roomba, the, the that Roomba. Roomba I have a Roomba. Yeah. I hate it. I can't. I, 
it's I like I, when you made that post it's like i i want to i want to like her but uh i don't she's i don't she's she's, a lot. Like, she's yeah. bumping into shit a lot of yeah. times and shit yeah i just it's uh, I get it. if there's any wires hanging on the floor she just oh, eats oh. those up oh yeah she wants it all um, she's a man eater i don't like it um but I think that, you know, and, and even realizing that even that experience, when we went to the Airbnb, that whole trip was, I mean, that's a fucking lifetime movie in and of itself. We got ghosts. First of all, we have the two of us who really still barely know each other doing a fucking card game where we're answering like really deep questions about each other, just off the top of our heads, just going for it. I don't remember anything we said, but I feel like it was all directly on. It was like, it was head on personal, but we also didn't really know each other that well, but we were just, we just you know, I know. I think I feel like we went, when did we go? I think we went in September. No, it wasn't September. I feel like we went, it was, it It was was April, April, April. That's right. Yeah. Day for Margaret. Yeah. Uh, And then we got ghost stories from that. I mean, what a, what a time. Um, But even having that experience, I mean, it's not, it's not overnight that that changes because I still deal with, I, I, I go real inside myself, even like this, like December into Jan, I mean, really this year, but December into January, I'm just very thankful for you and Nikki, because both people that I have projects with that weren't like pushing me to do anything, weren't like asking a ton of questions, but we're both kind of like, we know you're going through something and we're here. Mm -hmm. And whenever, whenever you're ready like even just hearing that was, mm-hmm. I feel like so different than my experience or like what I assume would have not with us, but like, right. That f- the feeling that I have the anxiety of like, because what- I keep going deeper and I'm like, I, it's like, I'm aware that like, okay, we haven't done a podcast or we haven't done one ever. And so I just start going deeper and deeper of like, I'm, I'll pull myself out of this. I'll pull myself out of this. I'll just another week. I just need another week. And then the week goes by and I'm like, nope, still, still spelunking. And that's, um, that's I told you when you called me, I was like, I was a girl, I'm expecting you to be like, Hey girl, I'm in Thailand. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Have fun girl. It is. It's like, yeah, there are just moments. There are moments that I go through. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to do anything. I want to talk to anyone. And it's like, I just have to go. I just have to go inside. And and, uh, this past, yeah, two months was, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to articulate what it's about sometimes Mm. because it's not about one thing. It's just like a general Mm. feeling of like, like I'm, you know, like I'm, I don't know what to do or, I'm just overwhelmed by everything. And so I can't, I don't want to deal with anything. Um, and it's also, uh, I'm still learning how to feel safe, even with people that I feel safe with in just saying, I don't know what's going on, but I feel really overwhelmed. Well, well it's it's a good thing that it's the Sagittarius and the Capricorn because we don't need, need anybody to justify or make us feel any kind of, like I said. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, and this is why I, I'm surrounded like, by fucking Capricorns I, and right, fireside. I, yeah. I I don't need reassurance of anything. Yeah. So take all the time that you need. And, you know, even today when I was like, would you mind? You could have said no. And I, I totally fine. It's just, it was yeah. just a question and see, seeing where you're at and it's a shot in the dark. But, you know, I never, um, I'm never in need of anybody's validation and reassurance that they're still there or that you need to explain to me what the, you never need to talk to me about it ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I am totally fine. And I remember when you asked me, you were like, 
you know, if I just left and didn't call you for like two years, like, I'd be I like, yeah, well, no, you just, you weren't jokingly saying it, but you were just like, oh yeah, I was like, man, I would just be like, I don't know where she at, y'all. You know, you could change your change your name and call me and be like, hey, girl, this is Stephanie, but it ain't really Stephanie, dude. And I know that you would be, you really would be like the friend that would be so <laughs> chill about it. Like Nikki yeah. would, Nikki would be chill about it, but Nikki would also probably be a little bit annoyed. I feel like you would be like live your life I love yeah, it like girl. you'd be so excited about it <laughs> like just call me up and be like hey girl could you know me I texted you that one day and I was like I'm looking at apartments in Belgium <laughs> you did. You did. didn't didn't tell nobody and then when I finally told yeah. you I was just like I said to him I was like yeah I was thinking about moving to Belgium didn't tell my didn't tell my, yeah. my partner or nothing I'm just listen yeah and, and there was no part of me that was like you know freaking like are you gonna do i was just like oh this is really cute this is, this is a pretty good price listen if i move to belgium you all could come visit it's great <laughs> like look at these prices this is amazing yeah so, i mean I, I i think that it's it's nice it's just really i hope that everyone can experience it it's just nice to have people that even if it doesn't line up with a timeline or anything of what they necessarily are want, they, they appreciate and respect you enough to know that you're on your own timeline. And so Mm -hmm. when, when and how you guys work together or you link up or you're, it's not, there's so much um, frustration that comes from the expectation of how you need someone else to be in the friendship. And I just, I'm really appreciating the freedom of you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can, whatever you need to do, you need to do. And no one's going to hold it against you. Bitch, what are you doing? What's happening right now? It's just dumb. She's like, you can't do anything you want to do, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> Earlier we were on a phone call and she was flipping around and like on she her back and growling. Trying to seduce Megan. Yeah, she really. was. Now she hears that robot bitch outside cleaning up the garbage. Going crazy. And- Going crazy. Well, you know, you are free. You know, what's best for you is best for me. So yeah. I appreciate you know, um, that. Yeah, I, I think that um because I want that. <laughs> yeah, treat others the way that you want to be treated. Truly. The Sagittarius is like, please leave for a few please. years. Yeah, don't don't crowd me. Don't okay. I told you, I I I think we've had this conversation before, but I you know, when people say, Oh, Sagittarius are they're afraid of commitment, I'm like, I'm not afraid of commitment. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, <laughs> hold on. Okay, is this a fair of commitment? Is it afraid of commitment when I get, when I used to get hired for a job, this is before I stumbled into my own, my career, but mm-hmm. hired for a job and they're like, you got the job. And I'm like, don't you start it. on month. you start on Monday <laughs> and immediately I get anxious. I'm like, I want to do this anymore. Like I'm the one who came and applied for the job, but I want to do this no more. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't want to do after the first day. I'm like, I hate, I fucking hate this. This is bullshit. Yeah. Now. I well, it was, say, probably, it was probably too easy that you got it right away. And so you're like, well, if I got it that easy, it can't be that fucking good. Right. Uh, you know, because I'm a masochist. I want to fight for it. When I'm, when I'm make when I'm meeting people and they like, are like texting me a lot or like, they want to hang out. What are you doing? I get so nervous. And so, and the, the nervous, the nerves isn't like a nervousness of scared. It's a nervousness yeah. of like, bitch at any moment. Like you're going to do something that I don't like and I feel it coming. It's too much because you're already doing stuff that I don't like. And so I'm just going to back away. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to back away just because I just, and my mom said to me the other day, she was like, Michelle, you're afraid of commitment. I was like, 
I guess I have to accept that because you're my mother and you're telling me that. She was mm-hmm. like, once you're in something, you're committed. But the beginning of it, it's like, you don't know what's going on. You're unsure if it's it's like an actual thing. It's like, it's like you almost don't want it to be mm. the thing. Yeah. I mean, but I, I think a lot of that goes back to uh, some offshoot of the fear of rejection, but also just... Right. Again, when you experience all the ways that people will violate your boundaries and your desires and your wants, both right. spoken and unspoken, it and you see you see people in your life that you love that end up in things that they feel like they can't get out of because, you know, mm-hmm. it and you understand you have one life here right now. So it's mm-hmm. like there I under I relate to that fear of getting deep into something that you know, it's not that you can't get out of it. You've gotten out of things, but I think mm-hmm. you also understand the emotional implication of that ending for other people. Yes. And so it's not even just that you don't want to get hurt. It's that you understand the capacity that you have to hurt others. Even when you're not trying to hurt them, you're just trying to be free in the body and the life that you're in. So it's like preemptively it's spoilers. You know, it's like, I, I, mean, I can see I how this might end. And seeing someone I'd be like, yes, let's date. Let's <laughs> That is me to a T girl. That is me. That is all that, what you just said. That is exactly how my mind works. And it's like, I don't mean to be this way, Hmm. but somehow I am. And it hurts. It hurts. I I recently uh, got on the phone with my ex bandmate after four Mm -hmm. years. Yeah. And it was a beautiful conversation in a lot of ways because he, he came to the understanding. He's like, I understand why you did what you did. Like you saw something that I didn't see Mm. and you didn't want to be that person, but you had to be because you had to look out for yourself. And, um, and you, and you knew what that was going to do to him. Like on some level. And that's why, that's why it was so hard to do. I, let me tell you something. I said to him, I was like, I don't want you thinking that I was out there hating you or out for blood. I said, I love you, but I, I, I love myself more and I love you too much to play you like that. And, and Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you would have never gotten over. I don't know, but that wasn't my journey to take. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like hearts be broken, bitch. I don't know what else to tell you. And most of the time I'm the one breaking them. I just, I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. And it's not something that I'm doing on purpose. I'm not, you know, my, my partner said, used to say that all, all the time to me. He's like, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be, I just, this, this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, yeah, I get it. I totally understand it until it actually affected me. And then I, I started to look at myself from the other side aspect of it. I'm like, oh, wait, no. Okay. I get it. I really see how we're very much alike and why, why I've heard it. I've hurt people in the past. Mm. It, I'm not a bad person. I, no. I thought, I thought in, in the past, I thought, man, I, you know, I, I didn't mean, I mean, I still did it, but it was just kind of like, I would feel bad. I would feel like, kind of like, maybe I can write this. Maybe I could, you know, maybe I can. And it was 
I don't know if it was guilt or shame that I was feeling, but I know whatever I was feeling, it had nothing to do with me. Hmm. And these days that's never enough. It can only have to deal with me. And it it, truly, because if it, if it's a, if it doesn't have to deal with me, then why am I in it? It has nothing to do with me. So I can remove myself. So how I see it now is that like, if I have to, I'm not going anywhere. Remember, like I told you that I said, like, I'm your friend. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, that was, that was another big moment. Again, little things that I didn't even know I needed to hear. It was like (laughs) after that friendship ending where it was like, yeah, again, that situation where I still look back at and I'm learning lessons from it in a, in a better, much better way. Mm -hmm. But like, feeling close enough to someone to be like in their wedding to be like right. like even months before it happened in their life like trusted right. with their home trusted you know and and for it to just end that way uh i felt like you know i there is that part of me that was like oh i must have been really horrible that someone that i was friends with like that wouldn't couldn't come to me and couldn't talk to me right um but it also triggered this abandonment like it it makes you tighten up even more maybe become even more prickly and more defensive because I started to realize it doesn't matter doesn't matter how long you know someone and granted I know that now it's like it doesn't matter how through my my parents in general it's like you could be blood related to someone and that relationship could still end in the way that it needs to end right right um but I still I I just hadn't felt it to that level where uh it was like oh anyone can leave me at any point and it made me go really deep inside myself and get really sad and feel even more alone. Of so course. To have someone that was like, I'm not going anywhere. And like, yeah. and you said to me, if I had an, if there was something going on, I would come to you. Right. And that totally. was like, that. yeah, just even hearing that was like, uh, yeah, it was, it was very, very important for me to hear that. Yeah. Because you, you, you don't, you don't, the reason why I, 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 I retweeted something or reposted something that I post, I, I posted many years ago. I was, ta- I was talking about, I don't think that we walk out of people's lives. I think mm-hmm. that they push us away. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't leave people. I, 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 I notice their behavior. I see what's going on. And I realize this person is actively pulling it and pushing me away. And so I'm just going to keep my distance when they push the next time. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell myself. Yeah. The next time they push, I'm going to stay pushed back. Right. Because now I have to look out for myself. And in a situation with you and I, by the time I got, you know, to you, I had already experienced so many things, you know, the ending of my marriage and all this other stuff. I started mm-hmm. to realize like in relationships, like, because when we first met, I had already told you, I mean, I called it out on Twitter before or, or something. I remember saying something and I was just like, one day we'll, we'll chop it up or whatever. And when I said that it was one day in my mind, I was like, yeah, one day we'll sit down and we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember specifically what I had said or what the conversation before that was, but yeah, it was, uh, I just said one day we'll talk. And, and, I, I, and I didn't even remember that. When you sent that to me, I was like, oh my I didn't God. Remember it. I didn't remember it either. I just happened to see it. 
And I'm like, and I said, one day we'll talk. And in my mind, I was just thinking one day we'll just, you know, exchange. (laughs) Yeah. We'll exchange stories and that's it. But after, after the fact, wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm holding. I hate, I hate fucking up the flow. I got to plug in my, okay. After, after that happened, when we first met, and we started talking and you were like, oh, we should do a podcast together. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. It wasn't until I got home. Yeah. That I realized what that actually meant. It was like, Michelle, this is not just like work. Like you're going to have to actually like get to know this person. She's going to have to get to know you. (laughs) So ballsy, by the way, I don't know anyone else that after like one time hanging out, I've been like, we should do a podcast. (laughs) Right. And so I'm like, in my mind, when I got home, I was like, I can't deal with this shit. I I can't. I, because I'm coming from leaving my marriage. Like you just left a bunch of situations and someone saying, Hey, we hung out once. Do you want to enter into like a major partnership? That's right. Right. As well as us just getting to know each other. And I don't even, I shouldn't even say leaving my marriage, but we just like, we just kind of, kind of decided we were not working together anymore in that way. And so any kind of new relationship just felt like a lot to me. Oh, and you'd also gone through, yeah, what's your face with the the parking meter? Yes, girl. And so I, I was just like, I don't want to go there again, because the thing is that I'm all in when I get to know people Mm -hmm. like, and, and that's a rarity for me because again, I've said this before. There are a lot of people in my life that think we're friends and we're just acquaintances. I don't, I don't throw around the word friend like that at all. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I just, just refer, sure. I just refer to you as my partner. I just want people to know that, that that's who I am. Like I'm that person that will kiki with you. We have a really good time. Maybe we'll text never think of you again and she's leaving out the door (laughs) I listen I will never think about you in that kind of way and somebody will come around and say oh so and so and I'm like oh yeah that's your friend Uh, well I don't know we're friendly (laughs) I mean I talked to them a couple of times but yeah so for me if I calling you my friend that means that I'm all in I'm invested I'm Mm -hmm. invested And I'm invested in a way that you've never seen before. And that's why I keep it so private because I'm, I'm not, I'm not that kind of friend. I'm not the friend that's like going to be there all, you know, all the time checking in on you. I'm not that kind of friend. Mm -hmm. I'm an actual friend. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not someone that is servicing you for the sake of our friendship. Hmm. I'm serving me. And I'm. And I'm support supporting you, servicing yourself and helping yourself and supporting yourself. That's what I support. Well, listen, when we hung out that time and we spent, first of all, I feel like we're together for like six hours. Like it was daytime when it started. It was was a long long time. time. We ordered food. I feel like we watched things. We shared, you shared so many. Girl, I had just finished working. I just moved (laughs) into my new place. Like I was tired, but I was there. 
but I, what I remember was, well, first of all, I remember you sending me the message either that night or the morning where you were like, let's do a podcast. And I was like, fuck, it's on. Like something <laughs> I said, I, I'm not even used to me saying something like that. And then someone else being like, okay, let's oh, follow yeah, up and do it. Nah. I'm used to being like, if I, if I want it, I'm going to have to do it. Yeah, and- no, I'm a doer. So you sent that to me. I was high. I meet, I still have the notes from like August 18th, 2018 or something like that. <laughs> I literally, I looked it up the other day. I was like going through and I saw it and it was me writing down, uh, no lies detected, the truth about, or the, the truths you need to know, the lies we tell ourselves, a podcast where we give advice. Like it just, it, it came out so quickly as soon as you were like, let's do yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. but, but the reason that I, I, I know that I said that was because when we were talking, it felt so natural. It felt so fun. It felt, it was just, yeah. it was all the things that I want to feel when I'm working with someone. Like, I don't like working with people right. just to work with them. I don't like collaborating with people just to collaborate. Um, it's why I work with Nikki. It's it, it, yeah. when there's, when there's just that, it, it's just great energy back and forth. And you know that you're going to learn things. It's right. You could be all of who you are. Yeah. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to come, you know, censored or anything like that. Listen, and I, that's, how, that's how I know divine shit happens because again, <laughs> it makes no, it makes no sense that we met so long ago, lived our yeah. lives, came, yeah. lived in Los Angeles together all, all randomly all of a sudden. Yeah. And then started a podcast the day after we fucking really met. So it's it may, truly. again, it, it's just, you know. And for the idea for it to happen as quickly as it came for us to just the way that it's happened, uh, that shit was written. It was because I, I didn't, I didn't have, you know, when I lived in LA, I was, you know, it was, um, Elliot, Sakar and me. And then, then it was you. And I was just like, Oh, okay. This is, this is like my, my little family unit. So there were times where I was like, bitch, I ain't got no money. And you were like, I'll yeah. buy you some groceries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But and, I know you, and I, and, and even though I didn't know you very well, technically, right. I also, it's because I knew that you would do this. I knew you do the same for me. Well, yeah, like, we were working. It, that, that, you, that whole unit. It was like, I, none of us wanted each other to struggle in any kind of way. No, no, no. And so I liked, I liked the fact that we, you know, we would all come together when we came together, you know, and we did that project to, with, with you. Um, yeah. The VR project. And you had to go, yeah. And that was just like, that was really fun. That was, you know, and I, I think what, what's really, really important for everyone to know is that, you know, we don't, all we don't have a group chat together we don't like no talk that often in in that kind of way like even our relationship is very um you know it's it's very it's interesting because like you know you usually you're used you're you're in intimate relationships and you talk to your partner every single day we don't speak every single day no my partner and I we don't we do not I mean the last time I spoke to him is Thursday Uh what is it now Monday do you know what I'm saying? And yes. that's because we're living, we're both living our lives and do, but I do know that when we speak, it's going to be great. Right. Um, and that is how you allow growth to happen so that you can actually know what this is, like what something's going to be. Because when we started working, I talked to my mom about this today. I said, it's in, we're in our fourth season. I was like, I was so excited. I was like, that's exciting. Yeah. And and I said, the reason why it's exciting is because we had no plan. <laughs> we just started something 
and we're going to see how it goes because for all we know, maybe just do one season and we never talk again. I was fine with that too. But I I never, we never went into this, like saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And we never do that. And every season, that's how we do things. Okay. And this season, this season, we decided we're going to do something different. We are going to be podcasting one Sunday every month on stereo. Mm -hmm. Stereo is an app. Just get on stereo. You'll (laughs) understand why this is so good. But we decided, okay, now we, we never had any plans of like, how are we going to expand? How are we going to, because for us, it's always just been like, we're doing this for fun and it's information and learning and lessons that we can all get and understand. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really been us figuring, I think it's first and foremost, it's really, even though we're giving advice to people, it's about Mm -hmm. our friendship and our learning about ourselves. And that's at the center of everything, because I I bet if we listened to the first episode of the first season, we would be like, I kind of remember those people, but I don't. Right. We've grown so much. And so I think that's the center. But then beyond that, it's you're right. Like we've never sat down and been like, okay, it's going to be exactly this, this amount of minutes. And we're going to do this exact thing. And I've, I've had complete freedom and just edit. I mean, you've always just been like trusting me to just edit. I I do whatever you need to do. And I think because we've been allowed to just be ourselves and be free with it, that it resonates with the people in the way that it does. I I believe that. And, and, and I think that when Sakar was on it for the first time, he was taking it. He said, remember, he said that he was like, I, I can see that you guys are genuinely speaking from a place of love. And it's just so beautiful because we really, really do value the people who listen to us. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, put ourselves first and understand like what we're not going to not what we're not going to tolerate. I I do love the freedom of like, because I remember when we were first starting and I was like, well, we need a theme song. I need a theme song. We need a theme song for this. So just sit, sit, do this. Send. And I just remember. I remember I just, exactly where I was in this room when I sent that voice note. <laughs> I said, I just need you to say this, just say that. And <laughs> at the end, jokingly, like you were like. I'm going to do a few different versions of this that aren't going to sound that different. And then you can take them and incriminate me however you want. No lie, Margo, you got to shut the fuck up though. (laughs) No lies detected. No lies detected. No lies detected. Have fun, bitch. You said it all these different ways, and then yeah. you said to me, "No lies fun, detected. No lies detected. No lies detected. No lies detected." And I think I laughed at some point. You laughed, yeah. and then you were like, "Have fun, bitch," and that became the tag. Not because we planned it; it just happened. It just and happened. I think that that is a testament to life and the beauty of life when you don't intervene. Mm. When you just allow things to happen and trust in the divine nature of what is meant for you will always be for you and it will not run away from you. So if this is our last season, I had a great time. Do you know what I'm saying? Me too. And that's that's how I look at it. I don't know how long this is going to go. I have no plan. I have no, I didn't even, listen, four seasons, 
bitch. Four I'm seasons. surprised we even did anything last year, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, well, listen, I'm sure sad bunny baby is shocked that we did as well. <laughs> You're all so welcome for this thick fucking episode okay because <laughs> i don't know how long it's been going but it's been going for a minute and it just know it's a blessing for all of you yes we're back yeah we're back we're here and uh again february 13th come hang out with us yes come Stuff hang out with the, the 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 valentine's eve brunch bring your drinks and your you know, accoutrements yeah. and all that other stuff. Yeah. We're going to be nosh. regal as fuck. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be drinking out of my little chalice. All right. Yes. So. I'm going to be very madam, very madam. <laughs> I might even curl my hair. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah, uh, you can you find know. me at Megan Tonjes on most things. I'm Michelle Moore all over the place. And be better. We dare you. <laughs> okay. You want to say it one time just to feel it on for size? Okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Be better. We dare you. <laughs> Wait, we should say we should say the we Wait, dare you together. Okay, okay. One more time. Okay. Be better. We dare, we dare you. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck this Zoom thing. Okay, all right. Well, you know, we tried. God bless us. Everyone and all. Have fun, bitch. Have fun, bitch.